Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I'm really excited that you are here for this conversation that I had with Claire Ford. Now, Claire and I, we were certified, um, we were certified dream builder coaches. We we were certified at the same time. And so we have, we, we're really connected. Claire and I could talk for hours and hours and hours, and we have actually. Um, but you're going to really love this conversation, you know, with, uh, with the this pandemic that we had in 2020 2021 it has brought to the surface a lot of areas that we really need to uh to enhance right and one of those areas is our education okay our educating our kids now that is whether you are choosing the homeschool route or you are sticking with the the public education private education whatever it is we are now understanding really fully that the education of our kids kids is really in our hands. And there are so many things that we can do to um, to ignite the curiosity in our kids, right? So that they want to be learning their curiosity about themselves, the world around them, right? Uh, during this conversation, Claire and I talk about encouraging our kids to be who they're here to be, not who we want them to be, but who they're here to be. We talk about enhancing our kids' education by igniting that curiosity and how to switch on learning by educating, empowering, and elevating our kids. So many gold nuggets in this conversation. You're going to love it. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about Claire. She's an education expert with over 15 years of teaching experience. She was the runner-up of the the 2019 Empower Legacy Award. She's an international best-selling author and founder of Switched On. It's a cutting-edge global education platform offering, offering inspirational education and parenting solutions. Claire has spoken on four radio shows, four global summits, the Teen Toolbox podcast, and Brand Builders TV about re, redefining education beyond academic success with her unique switch methodology to support kids, teens, and their parents as well. So I loved this conversation. I love the work that Claire is doing in this world with her Switched On Academy. So, you know, is it possible to switch on to ignite that curiosity to help our kids to really be excited about learning? Well, listen to what Claire has to say because I think you're going to find that it is possible. So enjoy this conversation. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Well, hey, Claire, welcome to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am so excited that you are here and to have this conversation today. I'm so excited to be here, Tracy. As you know, I love chatting with you. We could chat for ages. We've got so many things in common. And, you know, thank you so, so much for inviting me on your amazing podcast. Yes, absolutely. And I completely agree. We could talk for hours. Like, I think we need to do some kind of retreat together or something. Have a, <laughs> have a, have a, have a Claire and Tracy um, time together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be fantastic. Yeah. So 
I would love to hear, to, I would love for you to share your journey, right? Um, your journey, uh, Claire has an amazing, amazing um, uh, consulting business and, and like an education and teaching our children, which is amazing called Switched On. And uh, can you tell us about your journey? You know, what, what, what you, and I know it's a journey. <laughs> We've talked about this. Tell us about your journey and how all of this came into being. Thank you so much, Tracy. Yes. I mean, the thing is, it's difficult to know where to start, isn't it? But yeah. there, were, there are, I suppose, a couple of things that I can pick out, um, which might give your listeners a bit more of an insight as to how I ended up where I am now. Right. So um, if we rewind quite a few years to when I was a child, um, one of the things that I always talk to people about is I say that, you know, um, I was one of these children who was, uh, who loved nature, loved being outside, very creative. I was a daydreamer, right? My mum was always telling me off for daydreaming. Right. Can't stop daydreaming. She used to ask me to do little jobs, you know, put this away or lay the table or whatever it is. And I'd kind of start it and then stop. And mm -hmm. she'd get so cross with me and so frustrated. But actually, it's because I was daydreaming. I was on a different, uh, I was in a different world, right? And um, I realize now as a, as a child that, you know, I used to hear voices. I used to speak to spirits. I used to see auras. I used to feel very connected with nature, very connected with the stars, right? Outer galaxies. Um, and I felt like I didn't properly belong in my family or I didn't properly belong um, on earth, right? right? So that was the first thing. But I learned very quickly to squash all of that to one side, not even to have any conversations about that. Just not worry about that. Get on, do my ABCs, be sporty, you know, be academic, uh, get the grades and, you know, get the external validation from teachers and parents and be a good girl, right? I learned that very quickly. So that's one little element which I'll weave in later on. Um, I think the second thing as well in my journey which has empowered and enabled me uh, to create the vision uh, that I have now is <clears throat> around the fact of uh, this people-pleasing behavior Mm -hmm. And the fact that that I ended up in a quite a narcissistic, uh, emotionally abusive marriage, mm -hmm. partly down to me allowing it to happen, right? Um, because we attract people to learn from. Mm -hmm. So it's not all bad. I've got my two beautiful boys because of that. Um, but what happened was I was then so much in that people-pleasing mode and in that external validation mode and in this is what the perfect life looks like and, you know, the 2.4 kids and the Labrador dog and the house in the country and the tennis club and the this and the that, middle-class lifestyle. And again, I felt totally like I didn't belong. Mm -hmm. Felt totally disconnected, right? And um, and so these things combined meant that I ended up at one point, like I'd pushed my intuition away for so long and had been so disconnected from source and my real self for so long that I didn't really even know what that person looked like. I didn't even know who she was anymore. I was a shell of this version of myself, an empty shell. Um, and then through my teaching career, 
This kind of compounded again. Again, it was looking for external validation through Ofsted, through the senior leadership team, through your grades, through the results that you get for the children in your class. Well done, you've got so-and-so to go up, you know, three grades, whatever it is. It's that people-pleasing, right? It was that never being able to fully express what your core values are, having to fit in and be molded into something else. So although I was trying to make a difference, I wasn't really making the difference that I knew I could make. Um, and so that was the third piece where, again, I ended up having this, this complete detachment and this complete breakdown because I wasn't allowed to show up in the way that I'm meant to show up. Right, right. right. So all those things combined have now empowered and enabled me to create the Switched On Academy. Yeah. Okay. Because what I want to be able to give kids and teens and families is everything that I didn't have in right. those three times in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. So as a child, I wasn't allowed to be my whole self. I had to be molded into a certain direction and of course <laughs> having one of my core values is growth and another one is freedom right. i don't want that we're talking about expansion here right uh we're talking about curiosity and purpose-led living and passion and motivation right which we don't get in our current school system no, yes. Right. So this is what I want to give children the opportunity to sense and to feel into and to experience so that they can see that they can be and have and achieve much more than they really thought they could. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then from the um, more adult perspective, um, it's, of course, about empowering us as their parents mm, right. to allow that to happen for them. Because that's very scary when you go down that different route, right? Yes, and is, and uh, all these paradigms have been, you know, uh, drummed into us for years, over generations. Right. Right? The, the success looks like this for our family. Ooh, this yeah. is how much we earn. This is how much we, this is what we do. You know, your great grandfather was a lawyer. Your grandfather was a lawyer. Your father was a lawyer. Of course you're being a lawyer. Right. And this person's going, but I want to be an actor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? right. So all these things, it's very difficult to step outside of that. So yeah. it's about enabling and empowering parents to know that that is okay, to nurture the uniqueness of the child that they see in front of them. Mm, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And I love that kind of three part because that's, you know, I start with with uh, with becoming a mother or when my my son was three. But really, it started when I was a kid, just just like you. But I love this enabling and empowering parents to nurture that part of their kids. And and what I'm guessing, Claire, is as you are doing this, as you're as you're teaching the parents, working with the parents on how to empower their kids, that they're actually doing it themselves as well. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I love <laughs> that's, that. That's the gift. And what I noticed, because I've done, you know, some conscious parenting courses and I've got some positive parenting pathway programs and all this kind of stuff, is that actually that wasn't really floating people's boats, right? They didn't really think they needed the work. 
Right, right. Right, because it's only when we're triggered by our children, mm -hmm. it's only when they're reflecting back to us our reality that we realize as a parent we need the work. Right. So actually what I've loved about lockdown and the way that I've um, done some of the programs is something that I call shoulder to shoulder learning, mm -hmm. where we go on this learning journey together, the parent, the educator and the child, mm. shoulder to shoulder. There's no one in front leading. Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah, it's not that face-to-face -face approach, I say you do. Right. It's this shoulder-to-shoulder, -shoulder. well, let's figure this out together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. And I I really love that, um, that and going back to your story about that pushing that part of you down um, and you know, we do it to, I, I don't, you know, we, we definitely, we definitely, um, we, society tells us that it's supposed to be this way. And then we listen to society, right? It's just those, those patterns and generational patterns, you know, those generational patterns of this is the way that it's done. This is the way they, that we do it. Um, and that, that the, the courage that it takes to show up as you, and kind of push that aside. And it's not easy. I, I'm, I'm sure that, and this happens for me too, that, um, that even though I am, I am showing up, I'm showing up as myself these days, like, and, and I continue to a little bit more and a little bit more. It's scary, right? Mm -hmm. Because I have also felt like you did when you were a kid and, and also in adulthood, you know, in when I was, when I was teaching as well, mm -hmm. feeling, and then when I had kids too, I thought, oh my gosh, here I am again, right? In this, yes. this, uh, in the mom community, like, yes. I feel like a square peg and trying yes. to fit into a round hole. Like I just, I, I, and, but that conforming, I mean, we just push it all down, but what you're doing, and I love what you said about shoulder to shoulder learning with the kids to help them to, to know that they matter, right? Yes. That what they say matters. And yes. that is a beautiful way to, um, and we're, you know, we, we're in a, so we're in public school and we're kind of, we're, we're doing virtual learning. Um, and it has me opened up to lots and lots of different, different, uh, different ideas, you know, mm. different, different ways of, um, of, uh, of bringing in other ways of learning. You know, mm. and that, mm. and that, because I have one right now who is one who's really he's he's doing really he loves this environment. He's doing really really well, and he's he's just he's grown. He's great. Like who is this kid? Um, and and then I have another one who is who is not. This is not working for her, and she mm -hmm. reminds me of me. Like mm -hmm. the the traditional way, I had to work so hard just to be smack dab in the middle of my class and really work hard. Like I always worked, you know, in college and everything. I just always had to work a lot harder than, uh, and, and it, it made me feel like there's something wrong with me. Like mm. I'm not living up to that. You know, I had to work really hard to be, to get that, that, yeah, that B minus, you know, yeah, <laughs> yes, me too. exactly. Yeah, I had to work hard to be average. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's yeah. not what I want for my kids. No, I no. want my kids to know that they matter and to feel good about themselves and confident. But I don't think that that's what we're teaching them, you know, no. the, this, the, 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 the norm way. No. And I mean, the thing is, what you find is your high achieving girls in particular um, need a lot longer to unschool 
Yeah. Oh, to find, okay. To find their own way. Right. Because that's interesting. Because if you think about the way that the academic system has been set up, and there's lots of studies being done on this. I'm not saying this from a sexist point of view. You can do load, you can find loads of research on this. It's right. like how the academic system does not suit boys, mm. right? Even from the age of four. Right. It's not like it's setting them up to fail, but it's just not set them up in a way that boys learn best. Right. Generally. And so actually girls from quite a young age will already start uh, mark making on paper to make pretend they're doing a little shopping list or a little love note or a, right. a recipe or something. Right. And just for fun, they'll do that. Yeah. Well, you're very unlikely to see a four year old boy mark making for fun. <laughs> right. Very this unlikely. Is true, right. Yeah. Right. So already the education system is not set up to support boys to learn. It is set up more to support the way girls intuitively learn best, mm. which means that the reason that your daughter prefers the system to your son is that she's just more comfortable in it. She knows how to sit down, write the date, write the heading, underline it, write the learning objective, underline it, look at the board, write the first point. Mm. She knows how to do that. Actually, it it's the other way around. It's my, oh, is it? Yeah, it's the other oh. way around, which I found interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. But the thing is, it's just about them knowing the system. It's like right. as a people pleaser, we know what lines to read on the script. Right. It doesn't mean we're happy with it. It doesn't mean that's what we should be doing. It doesn't mean that that's in alignment with the bigger, better version of ourselves and our right. true self. It just means that we know how to play that role. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I just, I, I love this idea of, of not making it top down, mm. you know, and that, and that's actually the, the, um, the, I was a preschool teacher and we, um, we, it was Montessori ish where it was, it was, it was, it was very much like follow the child, but it wasn't Montessori with all, with all the manip, you know, manipulatives and stuff like that. It was, mm. it was letting, it was, it was child-led, like what are they yes. interested in? And then bringing in all of the, you know, all of the, the science and the math and all of it around That's what they're it. interested in. And I love, 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 love that. So yes. tell us a little bit about your, um, about your Switch Down Academy. Like, how does that work? Yeah. And I know that you include, and, and there are, there are different pieces to it too, like different, different focuses. And that's what yes. I'm really excited about. Yes. Yes. So basically I've got three, uh, three different curricula that run mm -hmm. simultaneously and you don't have to do them in any particular order. Like you literally cherry pick what you would like to do. Right. So I've got the core curriculum, the clever curriculum, and the quantum curriculum. Mm, and nice. the easiest way for me to describe them is with um, an example of, uh, you know, one of my lovely clients. So say, for example, this lady, so Mia came to me, she was um, 15, she's doing her GCSEs, GCSE maths, really struggled with it, right? She said, I've been crying at the back of the class mm. for four years. I've been scared to put my hand up. I'm in the bottom 2% in the class. Like her self-esteem was through the floor. Her confidence was non-existent. Uh, she was self-harming. She was having panic mm. attacks. She actually came for GCSE maths. So in the core curriculum, I can prov could provide her the GCSE maths framework. However, <laughs> it was quite obvious 
that that was clearly not going to be enough. That wasn't really what she came for. So, of course, I did lots of work around self-esteem, around confidence coaching, around failing forwards, around how successful people have all failed, that you can't learn if you don't make a mistake. We did loads of stuff around this. Right. So this is why I realized that we need the clever curriculum, Mm -hmm. which for me is more important than the grades. That's why I call it the clever curriculum. It's nothing to do with grades. Right, right. It's to do with the emotional piece. It's building emotional literacy through things like the tools that you teach as well, through things like mindfulness, meditation, journaling, mindset right right right. affirmations what do we tell us of managing the monkey mind right giving people tools to understand this Mm -hmm. for example tomorrow i'm excited i'm talking to a teenager i'm doing some market research there's a a father reached out to me he said he said i'm flabbergasted he said my 13 year old is asking me for a meditation course he said i've got no idea what to do and i said well i have let me talk to her and uh, i've just done a meditation course for kids right so now i can do one for teens i love that right so the thing is you cherry pick the maths but you combine it with the confidence kickstarter or defining your path or the meditation and mindfulness piece sweet i mean this is beautiful this is this is what is needed claire Yes, you know the, so. the the missing pieces, the missing yes. links in education. Yes. So, so tell me. So one, one second, yeah, just sure. For the for the quantum. So, so if we take Mia, so I had the conversation with her. So then she's doing, she's building her confidence, having a go, learning the stuff, loving the stuff. You know, she's like, she came to me. She's like, oh my goodness. She said we did a math test. I was like, okay, how did you do? She said, I got forty five percent. Now, part of me, the old part of me, thought. Oh, that's not very good, right? <laughs> right? 45%, like hardly a pass. But she said, I used to get 12%. Oh, okay. So it's like, right, okay. Right. Well, then that is a massive celebration. Right, right. right. Like oh, her it's said, all in the, teacher, yeah, the context, right? Exactly. And her teacher was like, have you had a brain transplant or something? Like, what's happened to you? you know? right, right. So, so, but then... This is where the quantum curriculum comes in. So then I'm talking to Mia, she's more confident, she's got her maths up and running. I'm like, so, you know, what are you interested in? Like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I want to be a midwife. And I'm like, that's beautiful. You can see behind me, I've written a book. I used to be a pregnancy coach. Oh, I've written did a book. You? I said, yeah, I said, Mia, I said, I've got a book called How to Have a Positive Empowering Pregnancy. Now, this girl's 15. She said, Can I have your book as a Christmas present? I was wow. like, oh. I was like, oh my goodness. And this, so this is a beautiful light worker, right? Elevated soul who's going to deliver the next generation. I was flicking through my book and I was showing her, she's going, oh, she said, I love this. I said, this is all about epigenetics. This is about how a mother's thoughts affect the baby in the world. We're having all this conversation instead of, you know, Pythagoras theorem. Right, right, right. Because I could. Yeah, yeah. And so this is now tapping into her divine mission. Like she totally got this stuff. Yeah. In right. fact, she she intuitively knows it. She doesn't need to be taught it by me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. But you're giving you're 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 creating the space for her. Yes. So it's to... about validating that for her. Right, right. And then of 
course, that then gives her the purpose to go back and work hard on the English and the math so she can go into the next thing and become the trained midwife and blah, 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 blah. Ugh, love that, right? So th she, then, it, then it makes more sense. Exactly. This is why I, I do need to pass these yes. things. I do need to pass math. I yes. need math, right? Yes. I need math so that I can so that, that I can get this degree so I can become yes. that midwife, right? Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. And this is what we've been doing wrong. The whole thing. I've turned everything ass on its face, right? Yeah. <laughs> because everybody's been so focused on these academic grades. I want, right. you know, right from the age of five, my child's a level whatever reader. My child's a free writer. My child's got their pen license. My child's this, my child knows their times tables or my child's bilingual, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. But the thing is you get that academic piece when you turn it all upside down mm. and you say, well, who is your child here to be? Right, right. Right? In their true essence. Who is your child here to be? What are their passions? What are their gifts? What are their talents? What do they do when you're not looking? Right? right what do they right. play? And then... <clears throat> as long as you make sure that that emotional piece is then done as well so that they're confident to show up as themselves right, they're confident right. enough to say i love art or i love music or i love coding or whatever it is and then you're like right well let's weave everything else you need to become oh, that right. and then you get the academic piece because you get the engagement you right. get the perseverance there's a purpose behind it. There's a relevancy to it. Right. Relevant. That's what we're missing yes. in education is yes. relevancy. Absolutely. My kids ask me all the time, why do I need to learn this particular math? I'm never going to use it. I'm like That's right. But, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I use math, right? I yes. do have to use math. I do you, need to figure out how to, you know, change a percentage into a fraction or the other do. way around, right? You do. But you yeah. don't need to use quadratic graphs. No. No, I do not. No. Right. Unless you're so, going to be an engineer or something like that, then yeah, that's exactly. right. So this is what I say to the student. I say, well, this is these these are life skill maths and English. Yeah. These are the things you need to learn to pass the test. Ra oh, so Claire, so right? Don't, so don't there's lose a difference. Sleep over them. Have a right. go. Learn right. it. Revise it. If you can't remember it, don't worry. But these yeah. things you really need to know. These are going to help you in your life. Yeah, yeah. Right? That is beautiful. Yeah. And, so, and you're not just talking about homeschooling because this Mia, no. Mia was in school. She was in school. Okay. And you were, you were, you were her coach. Yes. Right? You were like, were, yes. you, were you working and you were working with the family. So it wasn't. So just she would come, she would come for her maths lesson. Like we'd have her maths lesson and then she'd have another session where she'd come for her like teen coaching. Right. right. Okay. And this is what I'm doing with another uh, another young lady who's just started, and for her, it's the whole English piece. Right. But there's all the emotional stuff that's going on as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yes, this is what's happening. And then what I've found as well with this quantum curriculum, as I was talking to Mia Moore. So say for example, it was the full moon one day, and she and mm -hmm. we were talking about that. I said, oh, it's gorgeous. It's the full moon tonight. She said, oh yes. Yeah. She said, I'm going to put all my crystals out. And I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and I said, do you know what? I said, I've got a course on crystals. I said, what crystals do you? And so we're talking about that. We're talking about moonology. We're talking about the ebb and flow of energy. 
Mm. Right? right? We're talking about how we're all interconnected with the, with the forces of nature. Right, 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 right. I love that. So we're you're 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 including science, right? Yes. You're, you're, and all kinds of other things yes. based on what but, she's interested but in. She said, "Oh, oh my goodness!" She said, "I love coming to talk to you because she said so." So we literally go from three D to five D in the space of these few seconds, right? right? We can be talking times tables, Pythagoras theorem, right angle triangles, and then we can go all the way up to you know five mm. D geometry, right? Right, right, right. And the the point is, here's the thing, Tracy. We as adults are afraid of that. Yeah. The children are ready. Right. 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 Yes. They're, that they come begging. ready. Right. They're right. Begging for it. Yeah. Exactly. We have to get out of their way. Yeah. And this is why we need the shoulder to shoulder because we need them to lead us. Right. So we can meet them where they're at yeah. and go right. You want to talk about crystals? Let's do crystals. Yeah. Right. You want to talk about vibration and energetic frequencies? Let's talk about that. Right. And then we go the step further and the step further. And it's amazing. Like I've been talking to 10 year olds. I did a course on meditation for 10 year olds. They make their own mini meditation movie. Uh-huh. And uh, part of it was, uh, you know, we, we talked about grounding. We did ground and then we did a heart meditation and we did a soul meditation. So we kind of came up through the chakras as the course went on. Right. And with each uh, little bit of input, I talked about. Uh, so, for example, when we're doing the grounding meditation, talked about nature and the earth. I talked about how earth has a frequency right there was this boy he's fascinated by these different frequencies when we got to the heart frequency we were talking about uh you know over 500 hertz you know love or above as uh christy marie sheldon says and uh because of course i was putting music to their movies and i was choosing different frequency music based on what kind of meditation they'd created and so I was talking to them about this, you know, and I was showing them the tuning fork experiment of, you know, uh, how light vibration attracts light vibration, which is based on the universal law of attraction, reciprocity, all of this kind of stuff. So you can talk about these things with kids. They love it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember when um, when my son was, he was real little. He was... When he, he, so his first word was clock. <laughs> so like I talked about it, he, we, we say he was born 40, but he would, he just, he just came in very, and I know all kids just come in very connected. Yes. Their spirit. They're very, very connected. And I remember sitting, rocking with him, like asking him all kinds of questions about, he was telling me about like these, um, these, uh, the, kind of different lives and how different people were in our life. Oh my gosh. It was just, and I have, I have like all these notes written down from all these questions over time. He's not as connected, but he still is right. He still is. It's still there. And I still, and every once in a while I'll ask him, you know, so, uh, so do you remember your Brown house? Like he talks about this Brown house and all these animals and, and, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And he's also very, very interested in space. He's always been interested. I'm surprised that his first word wasn't moon, um, because he's incredibly with with everything, um, everything, uh, the, the universe. Like he's really, really, really 
connected and I, yeah. and, and, and always, and I've actually, I actually reached out to a, um, a, uh, an intuitive about, so how do I keep this going? You know, mm. how do I, because I can see it kind of slowly mm. going away, but unlike you and I, who, you know, I all, I also, I felt, felt connected to something. And I, like I said, I always felt um, that like I was a square peg in a round hole or whatever. Mm. Um, I always yeah. felt like I was just different than everybody yes. else. Yes. But allowing well, they- our kids to, Keep yeah. it going rather yes. than crushing it down. Is well, so this is the huge. thing that, that, you know, for our starseed and our crystal children who are coming through um, to light worker parents now, they need to have these kinds of conversations. Right. Right. to make them feel validated yeah the validation right? that is what i didn't yeah. have is the validation yeah and it really it wasn't until i had my you know we talk about the breakdown when we, we were having it at the same time which is really interesting <laughs> but that um but having that you know our kids don't have to go through the breakdown right no. I mean, they don't have to go to the, through the the midlife breakdown you know because they've been squashing it that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So it's about empowering them to to, to stay, not to. It's they don't even need to remember because they're already doing it. Right. I feel like my role is to help them to not forget. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So they're already doing it, which is why they're much easier in that sense to teach than adults who we have to go back and remember and connect back, as you said before, with that inner child right. and nurture that inner child and make sure we're in that very safe space and all of that. Right. Kids generally are kind of there right it's just going actually this is a part of you you may hear voices you may have internal dialogue in your head uh you know you may want to make strange sounds which might which is light language uh you may be doing doodles you may have dreams and they're all like oh yeah yeah i have that i have that i have that i have that and it's like that's great Let's talk about that. Let's let's share that. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this is, you know. And then so this is a way that they understand that this is also a part of them, which they don't have to hide. They don't necessarily have to shout it from the rooftops. But it's just it's just knowing that that we can exist on these different levels simultaneously. And I think what what we as adults have learned is that we can only exist on one level at a time. Right. And so we're unlearning that. And so we can teach children straight away from the start. You can be an emotional being, a spiritual being, a mental being and a physical being in any one second of your existence. Right. right. Simultaneously, yeah. not either or. I love that. And I and I, I do believe that, you know, with I mean, we're on Zoom right now. You you are you are in you're in Kent, right? Yeah. You're you're in the UK. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. We are having a we're having a, a live conversation, right? Yes. There is I believe that the that the um the internet and like in Zoom and especially this past year, like my my eighty-two year old father has been on Zoom every week for you know a year at this point. Yes. I believe that that now that we have this opportunity, I really think that we are. There's a there's a I do believe that there's a global um, a global movement 
poured. I think I think what you're talking, what you're teaching, is more available, and I think that more people are more open and understanding. So I do believe that there's that there's a there's a movement toward mm. that um, that allowing ourselves mm. to in understanding because not mm. everybody. You know, back when I I started doing yoga in 1992, a long time ago, and mm-hmm. I remember telling people that I was doing yoga, and you know, and they yogurt, huh? What? What's that? And, 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 it, and now like, you know, there's yoga in gyms and there's yeah. yoga all over the place, yes. and, which is really exciting to me mm. that our kids don't have to go through all of those decades mm. yes. of pushing down what is natural. Yes, know? that's yeah. right. That's right. And they're aware of energy. You know, we can talk to them about all these things. And I think as well, um, this, this, asking the big questions not being afraid of that and and this shoulder to shoulder approach takes the emphasis of the adult of feeling like you need to have all the answers so yes obviously as a parent and as a teacher uh you know and actually as a mentor and as a coach you have to be a few steps ahead of of what you're teaching so that you can you can plan it right so you can actually deliver something but it's absolutely okay to kind of say, um, you know, well, I'm going to do some research about energy. You do some research about energy. Let's come back and have a conversation and see what we both found. Because your concept of how you've even asked your question to do the research will give you a very different answer to the way that I might have asked my question to do the research. Right, right, right. I think that's so important. That so important. Then, yeah, it's it's helping them to use their what I call the inner mentor. Yes. Right? Asking yes. your inner mentor. Like ask what? your inner mentor how you're going to ask that question. And then the thing is as well, when you come to the table and you have this conversation, you can say, well that's really interesting. I would never have even thought of mm. asking about it in that way. And you're learning from your child. Right. I love that. That that has been I have I have learned especially it, my having my son who's so interested in the universe and parallel universe like he's he's totally into all of that. He has brought my love and interest in the universe and space right back like right. Mm. I love I love I love that he is teaching me, you know, yes. and and reminding me as well. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's it. It's about reminding. And this, this of course, is then giving the children the uh, two really important things. It's it's showcasing them that it's okay to be a lifelong learner, right? right. That your learning doesn't stop at three o'clock or your learning doesn't stop at 18 or 21 or whatever it is. Like, it's okay to not know even if you're 102. It's okay. to still be asking questions yeah yeah, that's really important because that can take a lot of emotional stress and anxiety off our young learners to have to have to have to have achieved certain things by certain milestones yes like everybody else does it right that's right it's the the standard that's already set for us yeah that's right so that's the first thing so that's the power of lifelong learning Mm -hmm. and then the second thing is the power of learning together Mm. so what i noticed was happening in the switched on academy i did a, a thing for example called the little book of family poems and what we did was we got 
all the family to contribute to the book of poems. Oh, right, I remember so we had yeah, we had the parents, the grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins, people who might have been all over the world could come together in the lesson and learn a certain technique and go off and write their poem and submit it and it would all be, you know, integrated in this one family memento which was their little book of family poems. And so then you know, this is also not just about learning from the children or learning from the adult, but this is about co-creation. This is about collaboration and co-creation and community, uh, creating something together that together is bigger than just your part in it. What a beautiful, um, what a beautiful concept because, and you know, all through childhood and even into adulthood, don't we have this, like, that just like, I am the center of the universe, (laughs) this idea that, that, you know, that I am what I think I am, what I do. Yeah. Opening it up to, um, no, we're all connected. It's connected. And how beautiful is that? Yes. And so that was a way of connecting families just on a very simple level with literature but actually when you think about the energetics and the power that was behind that Mm, right it's much much bigger than just that family book of poems right you know it's that intergenerational learning which takes us which is our reminding back to to our caveman days our Mm -hmm. shaman days where we had that wisdom from the elders Right. right. It's, there's a there's a remembering of that kind of stuff that goes on subconsciously, I believe, when you do little projects like this, because suddenly the teenager is now seeing what the what the elder is submitting. And then the, the you know, then the elder is seeing what the teenager is submitting and they're seeing each other in a different way, in a different right. light. Right. 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 Yeah. And then what was beautiful was when the actual physical book was done, uh, that could be sent to the different households Mm. around the world and so everybody was connected like one of my clients said oh she said I'm going to send this to my mum for her birthday because we haven't been able to see her for a year right right I love that Claire and so so this was the book of poems but talk a little bit into um your your um your young authors is that what you call it oh yes it's just amazing I just love it I've got my my little book here so uh, so what happened was I did um in response to parents going do you know what Claire here's the thing we're so bored the kids are so bored this was in the summer they're like they've got the same stuff being sent home from work uh from school um we don't understand half of it um they're not inspired to do it the teachers aren't marking it anyway like help us out here because we're only in may and we've got all of june and july (laughs) to go right Right. so i'm like okay we need to do something so i said right i'm going to do I'm going to get your child to go from a blank piece of paper to Mm -hmm. a publishable book in a week. Mm. And they were like, that's not possible. And I'm like, so this was another little nudge from the universe. I'm like, well, yes, it is. We're going to do it. So I did this writing course, creative writing course. But because I practice what I preach, I said to them, those of you who submit your work in time, you know, when we've edited and everything, if it's good enough, like I'm going to choose a few people right. to collaborate in a book with me. So as I was getting them to write their book, I was writing the book that they would be collaborating in. Mm. Oh, sweet. 
right? So I was the the teacher and the student. Right, right. Just like them. Right, that's shoulder to shoulder, right? Yes. Yeah. That's it. So I give them the thing and I go, and here's the plan for my book. And then we do lesson one, which was, you know, your opening and your descriptive setting and all of that. And I'd be like, and here's my one. What do you think? Shall I tweak it? Do you like this? You know, um, what do you think's good about it? Do you want to copy that for your story? Mm, right. Right. Or what have you got in your story that we love? Oh, I'm going to use that technique in my story. Right, right. Oh, I love that. I love that idea. So that was really powerful. And so this is how I used my first chapter in this book, Lollipops and Rainbows. The first chapter is is, um, all about Artemis's birthday present. And that's the story that I used when I was actually delivering the course, which ended up creating this book. Sweet. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. And you know, um, I have I have a young writer. He um and actually I need to find out when I think you were doing it in March. Were you doing another one in, in March? Is yes, has it I already probably started? will run they they run uh, quite regularly. I'm I'm probably gonna do my next one now in um in the next school holiday. Like I don't know when this is airing, but right. I tend to do them in the school holidays okay. so that um for, for children who are at school, it's a different creative approach. And for right. children who are homeschooled, you know, we do it in the morning. So you've got the afternoons to go off and do whatever you want to do. Okay, um, sweet. Yeah. Right. So that's, I run them regularly, but you know, you can, you can buy the program and download it. If you're happy to teach your child and support them, uh, okay. without using me, uh, it's all there on the switched on Academy with all the testimonials, the success stories, all the, all the books that the children have written. They're amazing. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, all of these courses are, so they are people, families use them for homeschooling, but we can also use them for just for, to, to be to compliment, or to compliment. That's, yes, yes, that's exactly yes. it. I love yes. that. Yes, it's, it's as well as, as opposed to instead of, definitely, yeah. right. definitely. Right. It's as well as, it's just to literally switch on, ignite that curiosity, right? right. So it's not saying this I mean, if you're homeschooling, it could definitely be part of your homeschooling curriculum. You'd probably be doing STEM activities. You'd probably be doing all sorts of other things, out schooling, all sorts of other things as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if your children are at school, this is something that can be as well as to basically just feed their soul and their passions and keep them switched on to their learning. Mm, The switched on is brilliant. I bet that was a download. (laughs) It was a definite. It was. Claire Claire gets lots of probably on a walk, right? (laughs) A walk in nature, switched on. Yeah, and I love that too because that that that's the um the switched on. Like I talk about that the being connected. That's what switched on is, right? Yeah, switched on, switched on, connected to who you really are and what's important, and to learn and grow from that, I think that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift. Yes, yes. So we talk about in the Switched On Academy with those three different pillars that I mentioned earlier, it's about educating, and then it's about um, empowering is the second piece, Mm. and then that third piece is elevate. So we educate, empower, Empower. and elevate our learners. And that's why they're switched on. Right, right. And it's so, and and typically, you know, in the the way that the school systems are, we're educating. 
that's and that's it. it. We're not there empowering, be, really. Not really. There may be a tiny empowering piece in the one-off P- PHSE lesson or something. Right, right, yeah. But we're just educating. Yeah. And that's why they're switched off. And that's why we're not getting the academic results. Right. One of my favorite phrases is that, you know, a classroom doesn't have to have four walls. Mm, I just saw that on your, on your uh, Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's exactly it, right? There, there are opportunities for learning everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we are um, fortunate enough to have. We're kind of um, we have two two sides of our property is um, is wooded. So and there's oh, behind our house there's a there's a little a trickle of a creek, but the kids love to go on nature walks. You know, at first it was you know one of us had to go with them, but now they uh, they go and they have to go with somebody. You know, but they go on these little nature, Great. and I think it's empowering they're learning like they um they uh just i think last week my daughter and a friend were taking a nature walk and they found the the skeleton of a cat like they but they knew that it was you know it was in the shape of a cat and 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 my daughter's friend said well that cat had whiter teeth than mine <laughs> and then we talked about okay so well how, how old do you think if that if that cat had really white teeth like it was just opportunities to yeah to um to and, and i you know the way that I grew up was I was outside all the time, mm. right? So it kind of, for me, it's had to be, I've had to kind of take my release control. You know, this is what I was doing, right? That I was, I was outside all the time. I mean, you, you could find us, it was a pile of bikes in somebody's front yard. Like that's where the kids were and all the, you know, yeah. all the moms were watching, especially in the summer. Um, but that, but the, the, that the classroom does not have to have four walls. You know, no, that we can learn so much in um, in uh, in so many different ways. Yes, Beautiful. absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's about it being child led as well. You know, right. when people say, well, I don't know where to start or they're not asking any questions because curiosity is one of my values in the Switched On Academy. Yeah. Uh, you know, curious questions. And I said, well, you know, just, I just recommend something called the window exercise. Mm-hmm. And people go, well, what's the window exercise? Say, so, well, literally just sit there with your child and look out of the window. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and then and and I say, so as you're glancing out of the window, start to ask curious questions about Mm. the things that you can see. Right. Okay. Simple. That's That's all you have to do. Like, why do the cars go past and make a noise? Oh, okay. Right. Right. Or why? Why is the sky gray today? Why can't I see the moon? Mm, (laughs) Has it disappeared? Right. 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 Um, why can I hear the birds sing but not see them? Right. Ooh. Right? Just by looking out of the window. Why are there no leaves on the trees today? Right, right. This get the the getting the the um, It's all there. The the free thinking, the creative yes. thinking. Oh, well I never thought about that. Yeah. Well that's a yeah. That's right. Right. Right? Or you know, why you know, why why can we see the sun on out of this window but not out of the other window? Right, right. So I mean, that's it, teaching, right? That's teaching. teaching. Yeah. It's, it's all science. All of those are scientific questions. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, so, so just that. I mean, that those, those off the top of my head could be a whole science, you know, project. Right. 
yeah. about sound, about gravity, about the earth and the universe and the axis and the seasons and that, oh my goodness, all of that straight right. away right. in just what, five questions that took two minutes, one minute? Yeah, right. So it doesn't have to be that we don't have to sit down and do write out a lesson no. and do a whole, it can be just in a moment. Just start, just start with a simple question in a moment. Right, right. I see where it takes you on this journey of discovery and learning together. Because guess what? They're going to ask questions that you don't know how to answer. Exactly. And when that happens, you say yes. Right. That's a great question. And do you know what? You say that's a question I've been asking all my life, but I've never been. I've never actually had the opportunity to find out. Right. Let's find out together. I want to know where thunder comes from too. Right. Right. I want to know what's on the end of the rainbow. Oh, I love that. Let's find out together. Right, right. That's beautiful. I love that. Claire, and that, this... can take you, that can take you into myths and legends. That can right. take you into religion. That right. can take you into the world of infinite possibility. That can take you into storytelling. Right. That can take you to wherever you like. Yeah, yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that, so it doesn't... I guess the, the, what, what I would love for our listeners to get out of, you know, lots of, there have been gold nuggets through the whole entire conversation, but that it doesn't have to be this, it, it doesn't have to be hard, right? I think that's no. the, the one thing that I, that, I, um, that I say a lot is, it doesn't, what if it wasn't hard? What if it do, didn't have to be hard, yeah. right? What if you could purchase one of your courses or, um, and, and you could, it's already been, it's already been done. Like you could yeah. just go through the course or you could do the, the, the you call it the window exercise. Yeah. Easy. Like it Easy. doesn't have to be, it doesn't. And I think this is one of the things, even being an educator, it could coming from preschool, um, being a preschool teacher, when I had my own kids, it was really interesting that the, the work that I was doing, I was working with other people's kids, right? What is what I was working with my own kids? I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my kids. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. We, I did, you know, but it's nice to, that, 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 um, that, that you're allowing, you're allowing our parents to, to let yeah. it be easy. You yeah, know? let it be easy, let it be fun, yeah. let it be relevant, and let it be purposeful. Mm, so right. if that, if those questions have come because you've been looking at something and it comes from that space of innate curiosity, yeah, then finding out the answer has a purpose. Right. Because you've asked it, not because you've been told to learn it. Oh, right. Right. Oh, yes. You know, I mean, we can do that with um, with the studies that our kids are, our kids are doing. Well, what do you make of that? Or what do you, you know, asking them questions about, you know, well, isn't that interesting? You know, um, like I said, there, I love I, I do love some of what the what my kids are learning in their school there. I, I like that. It's very inquisitive. They ask them, them lots of questions. Well, this is what it was like then. Do you think that this could possibly happen today? What are things like today? How are people like today? It's um, but but we can go even deeper. We can go even deeper. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the thing is, they can smell bullshit a mile as well. Right, right. So if you pretend to if you feign interest, like yeah. don't even go there. Right, right. This is true. I have found this, especially this past year. <laughs> no, right? That, that switches them off straight away. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you pretend that it's really important that they know it and that they learn it, and you can't give them a good reason why, 
Yeah. Well, don't even go there either. They're just right. going to be switched. They're learning it because they're jumping through hoops at school. Right, right. That's the only reason why. So be honest with that. Say, well, you yeah. need to learn this so that you go from a C to an A. Right. Right. And and if you get that A, that will then empower you to go on to do this. Whereas if you get the C, that will take you down that road to do that. Right, so you can make right. the decision if you want the C or the A. But the only reason you need to learn that, that's why. Yeah. Right. And just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's actually, it, right? That's why we that's why we strive for A's. Yeah, <laughs> so that it can say, look, so we can use you, them. Just say if you're happy with the C grade, because actually you want to go down this route and this is what we've discovered you need, say right. don't worry about that then. Don't waste time on that. Waste right. time on something you need to get you even further down that route. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I love that. I love that because it's, 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 it's empowering them too. Well, I get to choose if I, you know, I can choose. Do I want to, do I want to strive for this or do I, or or am I going to be, or is this not really my path? Right. Exactly. Like seriously, who needs nine A stars? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. What's that all about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you think about too, well, if, um, if, and there are certain directions, you know, if my husband knew when he was like five that he wanted to be an engineer, he didn't know what it was called, but that's no, no. what he, when he was, when we were in high school, he was, he was um, taking, he was taking engines apart and putting them back together. Like that was his thing. Right. Yeah. So he would definitely need to, you yeah. know, he needs those, the, the, the grades and to go into the, in math, he needed to be strong in math yeah. and science and all in that direction. But right. He probably was innate strong in those he was probably getting a stars in those without trying too hard anyway right yeah he but could he could yeah. he could just but, he, he could but, turn it so on turn it off <laughs> yeah so here's the question did he need an a star in french to be an engineer right yes that's exactly it right no. if you're headed in the direction of being yeah. a, an engineer for instance then yeah 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 uh, does he need an a star in art right not necessarily maybe he does for drawing i don't know but you know what i mean does he need an a star in music no right right. so 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 the b would do fine yeah yeah so don't waste the energy on the things that you don't even need right you know we did this with um with my daughter this year we um like i said that uh virtual learning has been uh has been a struggle um it's been it's been a challenge for all of us and um and for my daughter especially and we we finally got to this point where, okay, what are you going to be happy with? Like, what are you going exactly. to be? Do you have to get A's? Like, do you have to get yeah. all A's? Yeah. No, I don't have to get all A's. She said, you know what? I'd be happy with, with 80s, right? Right. Okay. All right. Great. So that is good enough. Right. Yeah. And, and I loved that, that we, that, that, that she can have that option. She yes. likes to get the A's, you know, yeah. don't we all love to excel, but do we have to, work our behinds off to, yeah. you know, and, and that was, and I think for her too, we gave her permission. Yes. You don't have to get A's. I don't care about, I never care about grades. No. What I care about is, is that you're, you're, you're doing your best. That's really yes. all I care about. Your personal once, best. Once you have that focus and you have that purpose and you have the relevancy and you know where you're going because you've tapped into your inner knowing and you've right. tapped into your gifts and your talents and your attributes and and you're unlocking all of that as a yeah. young person and you, you're doing it with ease and flow, you can let go of the other bits that aren't serving you. 
Right, right, right. I think too, in and that, you can that... focus on your strengths, right? Of right. course, we want all-rounded individuals. We want people who are literate, who are numerate, who are emotionally literate. You know, who who can express themselves and all of that. Of course, which is why I have the core curriculum to get those foundations in place. Right. And, you know, including a life skills like uh, nutrition, entrepreneurship, financial literacy. I right? love they, that you added these, those. Yes. Yeah. Right. These make for like healthy individuals generally on like that's the bottom rung of the ladder right like right. that enables you to look after yourself in adulthood yes <laughs> right exactly right right life skills yeah. yeah but after that you know when then it gets very exciting because that's where you can then you know our energy goes where where um energy go, energy goes where our focus goes right Right. right? Exactly. So focus on your innate gifts, talents, abilities, and what you love. As Dream Builder coaches, we know if you focus on what you love, if your work is what you love, it doesn't feel like work. You can do it for your right. whole life. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. And Claire, so which you've talked about switching on is switched on, switched off. So what is something simple? What is something simple that our listeners can do right now with their kids to help them switch on? Yeah, great question. I love that. So really, I think for me, it, the simplest thing is igniting curiosity again. Yeah. When children are switched off learners, it's because they don't think that there's any questions they need to ask. Mm -hmm. There's no answers that they need to have. They're not interested or curious about the world around them. Right. So it's allowing them to ask is igniting the curiosity. Right. And the way to do that is that it has to come from you. Mm -hmm. Are you curious about the world around you? Mm, Do right. you see things through the eyes of a curious child? You'll know from your, your, your yoga training and mindfulness that we say, you know, allow those thoughts to, to come through and um, look at them with the curiosity of a child, with non-judgmental. Right. right. So how curious are you in your life? Mm. When did you stop asking curious questions mm. as an adult? Right. So if you can ignite the curiosity in your child, you have to make sure you've ignited it in yourself. And right. then you have switched on learning, switched on conversations, switched on living. I hope that you loved this uh, conversation as much as I did. So many gold nuggets. And what I came, came out of this conversation with is that, yes, the education of our kids is in our hands. But we can use different tools, like the different tools that she shared with us, to enhance our kids' education, right? It doesn't have to be one, it's not a one-stop shop, it's not a one-size-fits-all. We can enhance it um, with some really simple strategies. So you can find Claire at switchedonglobal.com, that's her website. You can find her on Facebook at Switched On Collective. Uh, she also has a really cool Facebook group that I'm a par part of, it's called home education hub. You can find her on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Claire also is sharing with us her seven success strategies to get your child excited about learning. I will put all of the links uh, to get to find Claire as well as her um, her training in the show notes. So be sure to be sure to go and check her out. Check out her her switched on academy. It is super cool, and I love the way that she has included that um, her, she calls it core, clever, and quantum. 
okay, into into her uh, into her courses, into her teaching, and into her work with with uh, with parents and children. So. Um, be sure to go and check her out. And also, if you want to tag me and tag Claire too, and let us know, what did you think about this episode? And is it possible to switch on learning, to switch on uh, the passion for learning in our kids? I think we'll agree that yes, it's absolutely possible. All right, goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.